back to the Section K podcast. It is Tuesday, August the 6th, a couple days after the Derby Finals at the 2019 NCHA Metallic Cat Summer Cutting Spectacular. On today's show, we're going to recap those finals, talk about the live show, um, talk about just how awesome the open finals were in general, talk about the Metallic Cat incentive, talk about the amount of money that the Moore family took home. From this year's Metallic Cat Summer Cutting Spectacular Finals. Cha-ching. And then, stick around toward the end of the show, we are going to be talking about some of our awesome interviews that we have in store for our listeners of the Section K podcast here in the near future. So, sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the Section K podcast. This episode of the Section K Podcast is brought to you by Dennis Moreland Tack. Tack handcrafted by Cowboys for Cowboys. For 43 years and counting, since 1976, Dennis has built high-quality tack for training, working, and showing. Get the best. Get your tack at Dennis Moreland Tack. Visit www.dmtack.com. This episode is also brought to you by Hayride. Hayride produces and distributes superior grade premium alfalfa cubes from the source in Milford, Utah, and from the Hayride warehouse in Weatherford, Texas, to dealers and customers across the USA. Hayride alfalfa is grown on high desert farms located in southern Utah, certified noxious, weed-free, and contains no beetles. It's always sun-cured, chopped, and cubed in the field, the superior way to make cubes. Hayride cubes are 100% natural with no dyes, chemicals, mold retardants, preservatives, or flavorings added. Only sun-cured western alfalfa enriched with bentonite minerals to increase absorption of nutrients, detox the digestive system, and improve cube quality. From crop circles to winter circles, expect the best from Hayride. You can find more at hay-right.com or at hayright on Facebook. Finals day at the NCHA Derby. I'd say that it lived up to the hype. Started out with a awesome live show, the second installment of Section K, live from the Metallic Cat Summer Cutting Spectacular. It was really fun to sit down with uh, some people that we hadn't visited with, myself and Colburn Larson. Stepped onto the mics while our buddy Cody got ready for that first hole draw in the non-pro finals. Um, man, CBL, we had a pretty solid solid group of guests come by, Paula Wood. Um, we even had a couple youth champions. We had our usual regular Section K live interviewees, Spud Sheehan. And Clint Allen, I feel like they have kind of turned into regulars when it comes to anything that we do live. So big shout out to Spud and Clint for participating and always accepting the invitation and always coming by. Um, who else were some of your favorites that came by CBO? Oh, I, probably number one probably would be Johnny Mitchell. He is a very smart dude and listening to him talk about training a horse and I mean, preparing for that day, finals day, I thought that was some pretty good information that he had to say on that. Uh, Paula Wood, she's one of my mentors, so 
anytime uh, I get to listen to her talk, I'll enjoy every single minute of it. Yeah, it was cool, too. We even had a couple of our youth champs, Michaela Cowan and Will Bouchaw, who both had some success during the NYCHA scholarship cutting and the NYCHA World Finals. Both their parents were in the finals, too, so we kind of got to talk to them about uh, youth week and Will winning the junior youth scholarship and Michaela winning the junior youth world final show championship. And then we also got to talk to Michaela about ginger snap. We got to talk to Will about princess problems. So I thought that was kind of fun too, uh, being able to tie kind of the youth to their parents shown in the non-pro and kind of what those horses were like to be around. And uh, I thought that was interesting. So big thanks. I thought Langston Patillo and Lance were also really good. Um, it was just kind of different. Lance had won the scholarship three times in a row. So I really wanted – or not three times in a row, but two times in a row, three times total. So I really wanted him to come by. And a big thanks to him for coming into town. I'm um, doing that. I know they were loading up to go to Colorado this evening. So heading up there to work three-year-olds. So that's going to be a good time. Uh, big thanks to everybody that came out. Paula, Johnny, uh, Clint, Spud, Madison Crum. Her interview was awesome as well. I thought um, she did a great job. During the, quirks. the show, yeah, the quirks. I mean, everyone that came by, uh, the interviews were fun. They're always fun. So our executive director, Kirk Slaughter. Kirk Slaughter. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to leave anyone out. I thought his was a fun. Closing out the show with yeah. Tatum Rice. Closed it out with Tatum. Um, yeah, the live shows they have been really fun. I thought both of them were were extremely successful over the course of the Metallic Cat Summer Cutting Spectacular. Um, then they brought the cattle in. The, the non-pro started out first, um, kind of started out a little tough there in that first set. Our man Cody Hudlin, he was kind of going for that W there, stayed on that second cow, and kind of like a lot of the cattle in that set, they had zero regard for any of the horses in that set and kind of smoked a handful of the horses in that first set. And, I mean, I thought our boy Hedlund was going to have – a us a lead off 222 there to start CBL. I don't know about you, but I kind of sank in my in my chair when that red son of a gun ran him over to his right. I was pretty bummed. Uh, but overall, I thought that mare had been really good for Cody over the course of the show. Um, what's there to say? Old Langston, speaking of him, picked up a reserve championship in the non-pro derby. That's a huge accomplishment coming up through the amateur. Like he talked about, it looked like that first cow CBL. He was, I thought that was pretty interesting what he said on the live show about really deciding what he was going to do after that first cow, you know, if he was going to go for it or if he was going to kind of play it safe. And the first cow kind of set him up, and I thought that kid had a smoke and run yesterday in the finals. Yeah, and, I mean, the Paynes had a huge show, and we'll talk huge about day. James a little later. Uh, I think one of my one of my new favorite non-pro horses is Ginger Snap that Michelle Cowan shows. That's a really pretty horse, and it's a really pretty moving horse. Yeah, old Nate Gribble. He's done an exceptional job. Um, I didn't even – that's one of the most surprising Woody B. Tufts to me, just a beautiful red roan. I just assumed it had to have been a caddy hawk, and I looked up the draw and saw it was sired by Woody B. Tuff. I was pretty surprised, but yeah, I mean, Nadine Payne, what's there to say about her and James's program? They bring horses to all the Triple Crown events out of that Velvet's best shot, and it doesn't matter who's on them, James or Nadine, they're going to win. I mean, two horses at the show this year picked picked up championships out of that mare. Um, 
I mean, Nadine, she's coming off kind of, they just kind of had a kid here fairly recently. Max is. Shout pretty, out, Max. Yeah, pretty young. And, King and of she, the castle. she hadn't missed a beat. I thought that gray horse, they handled those cattle perfectly. The harder James James's horses, the harder you kick on them, the better they're going to get. So I was not surprised to see old blue velvet at the top of the leaderboard. The metallic cat incentive in the non-pro. Our homie Ty Moore marked a 220, won 14 grand in the non-pro derby cutting purse, and then won an extra 20,000 from Mr. Bobby Patton over at Rocking P Ranch uh, for being the highest advancing metallic cat. And then our good buddy Chad Bouchard and Princess Problems picked up the $10,000 check through the metallic cat incentive. Man, like everyone said on that on that live show yesterday, it's just a super awesome deal. That metallic cat incentive is and what Bobby Patton and what Jesse and what everybody has going on over at the Rocking P is pretty awesome and what they're doing for cutting is pretty awesome. So I thought just the whole incentive we'll talk about the open incentive. I thought that whole I think it's safe to awesome. say that the Moors enjoy the metallic yeah. cat incentive. <laughs> yeah. It was a good day to be time or <laughs> whether he was showing or whether he was an owner when it came to those last two sets of cattle did not suck to be to be the moors and yeah big congratulations to all the non-pro derby finalists all the metallic cat incentive winners in the non-pro division and special shout out to nadine Payne and blue velvet um she had a great run cut her cows beautifully and showed her horse beautifully so Big shout out to Nadine Payne of the Payne Ranch. The Open Derby Finals. Man, that was some good watching last good night. Good finals. Really good Real finals. Real good finals. That was really fun. good finals. Um, our guy, James Payne, the Payne Ranch, and Ty Moore's summertime fun set the pace early in the first set with an unbelievable 226. Hammer time drove up. Pretty sure he shook. All five of the judges' hands up there on all three of those cuts in the money zone. I mean, yep. unbelievable run. I thought that was an exceptional run. Um, like I said, set the pace early. Um, what were some of you guys' highlights from that first set at least? I thought James had a phenomenal run. I thought there was a lot of good, tough runs, maybe some that had a little bobble that kept him from being really, really good run. Um, but I mean, we know obviously slow ride and there's a couple in that last set that everybody's looking at and they're like, well, this cutting's not quite over yet, you know? Yeah. And so, but at the same time, you got to be thinking, man, James, he, uh, he put a pretty good run together. Like it's not going to be easy to beat that 226. Like, just like you said, he drove up there, cut his cows beautifully. They got tough and that mare got tougher. She got more accurate, stopped hard every time, and and like you said, in the money zone. Yeah, a couple of those runs from that first set, though, that I really liked. I mean, I, obviously crazy. I thought she had a really good run. And then in that last hole draw, I thought Matt Gaines showed sugar spies and everything nice. Pretty damn good. She kind of fell down. Yeah, she got stuck in the ground a little bit. At one point, I mean, those cattle were super tough like we talked about, and – I mean, I, I didn't really think it was that big of a bobble. I thought she had a better run than the 19, but I thought that what Matt Gaines just – what he does, I mean, is just stupid He's good. an OG. Oh, man. Iron Man. Unreal. $8.5 million. Those were two of my 
of my, I mean, obviously summertime fun, but crazy and sugar spies and everything nice. I like those two, those three runs from that first yeah, set a whole lot. And definitely agree on all the horses you guys name. Uh, one other one that I was excited to see do good. And, uh, I like the horses, magic Mike. He had a pretty good run, I thought. And, uh, it's always good to see old Chava do good in the finals. Yeah, and shout out Sweet Abra. She had Magic Mike in the finals, and she also had Bo and Ashley Gallions, the dude, with Mr. Rodrigo Taboga. And that guy had a really good show, too, I thought. Yes, Rodrigo, he did. He showed stepping in. Yeah, stepping in with, with Super G going to the U.S. Kids Golf World Championships in Pinehurst. Stepping in and getting, I think, I know he had all three of them in the second round. Had two in the limited uh, finals and two um, in the semis. So I thought Rodrigo had a hell of a week. Uh, did a great job showing. Um, I just that love, dude's legit. Yeah, I just love watching that guy sit on the back of a horse and stick his chin out. And like they said, the Latino Paul Hansma. That's what he is. He makes it look cool, man. That's what he is to me, he the Latino cool. Paul Paul Hansma. Yeah. So we all kind of reconvened for. Second set. Second set, and all sat together um, up there kind of in the top where we are. There was a lot of people there. Yeah, I I thought the the turnout yesterday, and really for the semis too, was phenomenal um, overall, like Cody said. Um, But, yeah, I mean, what did y'all like in the second set? Well, first, before we get to that, like I thought, I mean, there was a lot more people sitting in the stands and down there in the exhibit hall and down there walking around and – that's good. We haven't seen that in a while, and that needs to be noticed because there's a lot of things that were done here at this Especially show that were a little derby. different. Yeah, and I mean, the Derby's always tough because nobody really wants to – they're all taking beach vacations, not one to Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. another thing that was fun was the Loves drawings. They did that yeah. toward kind of the end metallic of the show. Cat, the Metallic Cat trivia, trivia every day. Questions. And, yeah, I mean, like you said, some different things were going on, and – the attendance and I guess obviously people knowing about it and knowing to come out. So shout out the NCHA. I thought it was a great event, but the second set. All right. What'd y'all think? <laughs> Colburn, you can start this one off. Well, thank you. I'm glad I get to start this one off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one, the horse that stuck out to me the most, uh, other than RL's big run on caution piping hot is, Jody Gallion's run on X's and O's, next to last. First cow was as good as Unreal. you would want Watching your horse to ever around. be. And the second and third cow, I mean, I had no complaints. I just thought that was an unbelievable run, and I I think it kind of shows on Facebook uh, how popular that run is with a lot of different people because uh, – the day after uh that horse's show that has over a hundred thousand views on facebook so i mean the run speaks for itself i also think after the run all the booze in the stands (laughs) there's a lot of people wanting jody to go to the lead with that one he had that that was so cool on the first cow watching that mare crawl around like that and obviously lloyd's trained that horse and jody was catch riding it for lloyd but i mean that horse was amazing last night. There was a lot of good runs, I thought. And R- rough life for Jody to get to choose between Lloyd Cox, Bo Gallion, and Wesley Gallion <laughs> to catch right. <laughs> no kidding, but he's earned it. 
He's a oh, father yeah. too of those, so he's a legend. Yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah, no, I was I've never really heard the Coliseum receive a score in that manner, I guess. I yeah. mean, I was very surprised whenever whenever they I thought he was going to go to the lead. I thought that first – I mean, that th- third cow didn't really take a hold of him like, like everyone wanted. But I think if that I, had that first cow been last, I think you could be looking at a different result. But we can't talk about the second set too much more without talking about RL's run on Caution Piping Hot because that run right there was an amazing run too. A stop and run. Yeah. And it built from the first cow to the last cow and just kept getting better and better, and he finished – unreal perfect going hauling ass across the pin and stopping that cow and to i mean to watch that run and try to figure out well what are they going to do with this run and they tie it it was just like well i mean that's kind of they were both beautiful runs hard stopping runs and it's like how do you choose yeah it yeah. A, another horse uh that i it feels like the horse just keeps getting better and better, and that's slow ride. Uh, I I didn't necessarily know that horse that much at the beginning of the year, and it seems like he just keeps doing better and better. Yeah, and from a last hole draw to go in there and mark a 221 like Lloyd did, knowing what's on the line, going to pick up the that second check on, on the Metallic Cat incentive for Pat and Lisa Taylor. I mean, that's, that's gutsy. That's kind of similar to what Adon did last year from his last hole going in there on old engine and, and picking up the championship. I mean, another horse, I feel like she's like six now, Stylish Haley. I mean, James Payne's horses overall yesterday, I cannot reiterate day, enough. I mean, just how good they were and just how the tougher the cattle are, the better his horses are. And I feel like the more he shines and the more, I don't know, it's just something about, they're gritty. The tough, yeah, the tougher the situation, the more his horses excel. And I went down there before the before the open, and I told Ty, I was like, "Dude, watch out!" I said, "Hope you like money." <laughs> it's fix, I'm fixing the hat. Like his y'all's horses are gonna do good today. I just know. I know for a fact. And I didn't know they were gonna win 189,000. Curtis, stack courtesy of our friend Evan Moffitt over at Terran Rice Performance Horses. But I figured they were gonna have a good day. But I mean, just thinking about winning 189,000 not at the fraternity not at the fraternity <laughs> yeah <laughs> not for being like second or well first even here lately yeah that's i mean that's crazy it's a big number that's and it's a tough finals and you knew somebody was going to make a lot of money yesterday too because there was eight eight of those metallic cats were incentive horses and they were all good horses i mean it obviously it took a 219 to be top 10 in this class yesterday like <laughs> that ain't that ain't nothing to shake a stick at. No. Well, and for Ty Moore, I mean, him owning the horse that won the Open Metallic Cat incentive, and then also winning it in the non-pro. I I think everyone would like that to happen, but I don't even think you realistically think before the show starts that that's going to even happen. Because oh yeah, we're gonna ease down there to Fort Worth and just win it all. <laughs> <laughs> Catch us in Overbrook in Medill. <laughs> Catch us on scantily clad, winning the non-pro, and then I'm just going to show up to the open, and then my horse is going to win the hundred. And the, <laughs> that's exactly what Ty was thinking. Yeah, I mean he's having a hell of a couple months. Just had a kid. Yeah, his wife and kid. It was kind of fun to see them at the show. Um, kind of as much as they were with having a family. Now you you're bringing them and 
and toting them along the way. So old Turner, he's getting introduced to the to the cutting here early on, and he's winning early on. So. <laughs> big shout out to the Moors. A big thanks to Metallic Cat for, I mean, just providing this event and this opportunity for uh, people in the industry to have the opportunity to win a check like that. I think it's awesome. Well, especially for Ty and Kathleen. I mean, they support every event. I mean, they go, they take horses to every show. If anyone deserves it, it's them. Uh, Yeah, and they give so much back to this industry, and to see them on a night like they had on Sunday is cool. Yeah, big congrats to all the winners. Um, West Texas Cascades are going to be getting heated up before everyone knows it. So Leaving on Friday. Kind of a short episode this week. Um, everybody's going every what way direction here following the awesome Metallic Cat Summer Cutting Spectacular. Whether you're going to Amarillo or whether you're going up to Julie Clark's show in Oregon, good luck to you. Um, we can't wait to release some awesome interviews that we got at the Summer Spectacular with some super interesting and super cool people that are involved with cutting. Um, we're going to be dropping some of those in the coming weeks, so don't miss an episode of the Section K podcast. Be sure to go to Apple, subscribe to Section K if you haven't already done so, rate and review us, tell us if we're doing a good job or if we need to work on something. We always Or if we're just flat out terrible. Yeah, I mean, just let us know. We like to be critiqued. Um, Or who's your favorite? Yeah. (laughs) CBL, we already know the answer to that. (laughs) That's you. (laughs) So hit us up on Facebook, uh, Section K Podcast, Instagram. Y'all know know the, the, the handle on Instagram, Section K Podcast. Hit us up on email, sectionkpod at gmail.com. And go get them at the next cut, and hopefully y'all are, y'all are going to Oregon or going to Amarillo. I can't wait to hear about how the Oregon event is. I know that's going to be tons of fun up at Julie Clark's place and up in her country. So good luck to everybody. Thanks for all the support during all the live shows. Thanks to everybody that's come on and uh, participated with our live shows. We cannot thank you guys enough. Big thanks to Cutting Horse Central, Mark Brum Michaels. Furniture. Yeah, Brumbaugh's Fine Home Furniture. Um, Mark Michaels at Cutting Horse Central, Jenny Cooper, Alex Taft, Lauren Middleton, everybody behind the scenes. Uh, We can't thank y'all enough. Uh, We look forward to seeing everybody down the road. Adios. Bye.